The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back as we continue our Dungeon World campaign, Perils of Paradisi. Have a seat and listen in as we hear how Demaya, Strongdawn, Shadrock, and Fritzy deal with the gateway into Hisora's realm. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. We're continuing our Perils of Paradisi Dungeon World campaign. We're going to start by going around the table and the normal order with Mickey. Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I'm playing Demaya. The thief, the thief of the group, and I'll try to articulate that better tonight. The thief of thieves. <laughs> hey everyone, this is JJ. I am playing Strong Don, the barbarian. And I don't know if you ever noticed, but whenever Joe brings his intro in, he's always on the verge of laughing because we're doing stupid shit in here constantly. Shit, yeah, dog. Yeah. That's For people who pay true. particularly close attention, a lot of the podcasts start with the last half of somebody's word right before uh-huh. I start talking. Um, that's an interesting. Interesting side note for those who really care, which I think might it's be like, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Kurt. I am playing the druid Shadrock and have to comment that I think this is the first time in all of our games that all five of us are wearing super geeky t-shirts. Yeah. That's right. Maybe someone can get a cell phone snapshot before we break. Yeah, we can put it on the website. Try that. And this is Mike playing Snickle Fritz Bombus Fritzy to his friends. Uh, the wizard. And the ladies. To everybody. Else. And the ladies. The <laughs> ladies can say Fritzy, too. Um, but, oh, and hello oh, to Fritzy. all of our new uh, Stitcher people. Yeah, Mike's got a good That's point right. there. We have gotten ourselves onto Stitcher Radio. So for anybody who uses the Stitcher app on iOS and Android, we're out there. Of course, you can listen to it on the web as well. We have a link to our Stitcher feed from our homepage, adventuresfromtheshed.com. We are going to kick it back to JJ, who's going to give us a quick recap to get us started today. The bearded wonder. Recap the bearded it, baby. Wonder. So, yeah, um, we entered the... Uh, cavern of the evil goddess and uh, we managed to shenanigan our way into her evil world and uh, a third of the party thought they were going to be great and you know actually attack her from that side but Shadrock had some uh, different ideas and (laughs) managed to sneak us back out somehow I'm thinking it's the incense and then um, we made our way back to the monastery and Strong Dawn and Shadrock did some guerrilla tactics out in the uh, out in the wilderness, and uh, Fritzy went and uh, did some exploring around the monastery, found uh, an interesting place with magic, and uh, on attempting to dispel it, made everything worse. Um, what I do. He snickle fritzed it. <laughs> he snickle fritzed it. Is, it. Snickle fritz is now officially a verb. Um, and we left off with uh, Strong Dawn seeing a dwarf perish on the battlefield, and as he runs down to tell the, the, the people that the fight is starting, um, he sees a shadowy humanoid figure crump, crump creeping out of the portal. Crump, crump creeping out of the creep, portal. Crump, crump. Like creep, crump. He creeped out while crunking. <laughs> that's so, so that's where we pick it up. We're in, this, we're in this sub-basement room, and around this wall, at the south side of the wall, where um, 
Uh, Fritzy was down there. Everyone was down there. Um, we, we had the uh, monks doing their leaning forward and back, the dwarves chanting, everybody trying to assist uh, in closing this portal, this gateway back up, which doesn't seem to have worked. And as, again, as Strong Dawn enters the room, this shadowy charcoal, almost, you know, pure black figure, uh, humanoid figure steps out of the wall and is walking towards um the the stairway to go back out of the room kind of it seems like it's just ignoring you guys and walking into this world what would you like to do about it can we whack it i would like to at least uh (laughs) at least talk to it maybe yell hey hey stop does it have a mouth (laughs) hey hey stop um your verbal attempts at communication are ignored can I trip it? Or not heard, I guess, one way or another. Can they I trip have it no and try effect. to knock it down? Physical interaction. Sweep the leg. Let's try it. That sounds like a defy danger with dexterity. Sweep the leg. Sweep it. Binky Seems didn't like have a, her dice out I didn't out have yet. my dice out. I'm not prepared. Although she does defy have the prerequisite crown royal bag, so that's, that's appropriate. That's how big girls play with big, dice. Big girls. I worked on sweeping the leg at karate today for an hour. Did you? Wow. Yeah. Sweep the leg, Johnny. I can beat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Two. That's you're good. supposed to. Two is what you do. A- any any roll plus a stat is two d six plus the dexterity stat modifier, the bottom part. I got eight. All right, so eight is a partial success. So what's going to happen here is it's also a partial failure. Yeah, half <laughs> full. <laughs> yeah, um, and as a reminder to everybody, we go sometimes a few weeks without uh, recording podcasts, so we kind of get into the groove again as we're starting. Um, and I think uh, uh, Mickey might have her groove back shortly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Stella. I'm working again. <laughs> Um, so what this means in this case is, um, you realize now it has a physical form as it just kind of plows through your leg and keeps walking. It's almost like uh, stone. I mean, coal might be a good way to put it. Ow. Yeah. So it actually, she could actually feel it. She didn't yes. kick right through it. Yeah. And you see, so, um, Demaya goes, uh, you know, you know, crouch down the, her leg goes out to sweep it and her leg kind of almost bounces back like she. Hits so now wall. I have a, a lovely bruise. Yeah, you're, you're probably going to have a little bruise there on your shin. Does he look friendly? Does he look like he might want to have a picnic with us? But, uh, what, what does it look like when someone wants to have a picnic with you? <laughs> they probably have a basket <laughs> and a blanket. He doesn't, so no. I would like I, to pick him up and throw him over my shoulder. So you're going to try and grab him? Yep. All right, strength. That's definitely strength. How large is he relative to you? Yeah, I need two of those. Overall, this thing is almost morphing in view so it's so dark that it's hard to tell how tall or short it is it might be five feet tall it might be five and a half or it's it's not like a golem or something it's it's more of a shadow 11 11 and the d8 is higher than the d6 so that's good so what you got there is it's like you've picked up an automaton who is still walking although you're carrying it across your shoulder and Uh. it is extremely heavy if you were to keep doing this um it's probably like going to break your arm or your back or something very quickly. I look at the monks. Where's the nearest broom closet? <laughs> Bro- <laughs> broom closet? Uh, Jack <laughs> wants to know where it is, too. Uh, why don't you just That's throw it down like, I know, like, like, a, like a big body slam? Bo- body slam Bob. Okay, tombstone. <laughs> Try to drop it on its head. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pulling out the Undertaker. You want to do something like that? The tombstone. tombstone. Yeah. 
Well, I'm going to give you uh, another strength roll for that because this thing is so heavy, it's going to take you some extra effort to maneuver it the way you want. Come on, dice. Because it hasn't really stopped. Oh, damn. Wow. Max, did you just ghetto crit? He, d- he ghetto crit. He ghetto crit crit Um, both. So just as a <laughs> reminder, one of the starting moves of the Barbarian allows JJ to do something special. Can you read that off again, please? Um, that is uh, Herculean Appetites. Um, when I roll, I can choose to roll one die six plus one die eight. If the die six is higher at the pair, the GM will also introduce a complication. But this does allow me to succeed more often than not. Mm-hmm. And if there, if there are complications, it goes along with one of your heedless pursuits exactly. that you have to pick there. Um, Alright, so, what we have then is you slamming this thing on the ground, and it falls into pieces that are kind of still twitching on the ground. I shouldn't say falls. It breaks into pieces. Um, although it seems like rock, there is no dust. It just kind of pulls apart. And they're twitching. It's still trying to move, apparently. Put it in different bags. Yeah, are the pieces Put trying to bags. get back together? or It's not terminatoring. No. It's okay. not terminatoring. Yeah. It just seems like it has a... Maybe it has a purpose, and it's still trying to fulfill whatever that purpose is. It didn't die because it broke into pieces oh lovely oh lovely i'm pulling out a bag and i'm going to start scooping pieces of it into that bag someone needs okay. to go outside and tell the dwarves to calm their you know slow their roll yeah <laughs> calm their tits <laughs> i was gonna say calm their tits but i hold on did mike have the first curse this time <laughs> I, know, I, I believe i did actually oh, in, my intro, did? in my All intro right. i i missed it sorry <laughs> But it still wasn't Mickey. No, it wasn't me. I'm totally slacking wow. out there, you know? I guess while he's doing that, I would you like... You did say, can we whack it? So. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to um, maybe uh, see if there's something in my brain that is like a, a story about these charcoal guys that maybe... Okay. In the interim, I'm going to run upstairs and tell the so dwarves to calm down lore. and not go outside. All right. Because we don't need any more of those inside. That's right. And I got a 11. 11? Wow. Uh, see, I only saw the two. I didn't know the other one was a six. six Good yeah. gosh. Um, okay. Uh, so this is, uh, we're going to go back to when you were trying to figure out some, uh, I think some of the, the dwarves speaking in the ceremonial tongue. It was mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of those old ancient uh, classes that you had, or a class about ancient stuff, I guess. Fritzy's not that old. Um, and in that, you remember that there were certain of the ancient gods who could summon um, kind of like anti-beings. And these beings were like the opposite of life. They consumed life to keep going. Uh, and that is the, the, what this thing is as far as you can tell. So if Strong Dawn keeps touching it, it's like it's probably going to keep sapping his strength. You realize that's what was happening. It wasn't as heavy as he thought it was. It wasn't as hard as Demaya thought it was. But this thing like eats life as it touches it. Mm. So if he goes picking up pieces as he's going to pick up pieces to put them in a bag, each piece is going to feel progressive hev- progressively heavier and heavier. And but I haven't heard anything like like a legend where they were beaten by someone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so so these things are controlled by the ancient gods and and maybe that's one way to get rid of them you know kill an ancient god that could do it oh great 
<laughs> and then just throwing ideas out there of what you might have remembered. Problems. More money, more problems. All right. Got 99 problems. All right. So uh, because of his resounding <laughs> success, uh, Demaya gets upstairs just in time to stop uh, a, a, uh, a squad of dwarves from rushing out the front door. <laughs> Good. Come down. Come back. What is this? Helm's Deep? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Come back. All right. So I so tell you them you can stop them. Yeah. I tell them to stop. Don't go outside. Relax. Although I'm wondering if they would attack them from the walls <laughs> and not going outside. Like, <laughs> would killing off some of the things outside weaken the the portal area? Although I don't know if they have bows and arrows here. They didn't. They had a couple of crossbows, and they were going to throw rocks. Um, actually, they are all, they are up on the roof throwing rocks down at uh, at the undead things. But can I they're grab going to run a, out of rocks eventually? Can I grab a, one of the crossbows and see if I sure. can take aim and take one out? Sure. Awesome. Uh, take one. What? One of the chanting dwarves or the no, undead? No, one of the undead menace. Sure. Outside. See what happens. So with that, they won't be ta- paying attention to you. They're just going to be beating on the wall. So we'll give you one free shot. You you kill one, Woo-hoo. and it just so you put your arrow right through its head. It's a zombie, right? So you, right through its head, it falls over on the ground, and uh, the ones that are next to it actually turn and look at it, and then turn back to the wall, and it looks like they're hitting the wall harder. Oh, great! So aggression mm. is not the way to go. Don't do that again. <laughs> Don't do or do it more and faster. I'll. Stop that for now. <laughs> Go report to the group. Um, so just so I'm clear, there was only one shadowy humanoid creature, and it is now broken up into pieces, but there's, there's only one we've seen enter. Correct. Okay. And being in that room, you would have seen another if there was another, but there isn't. There has not been. Um, um, the, the, the portal, the gateway, it still is kind of partial wall. It's more translucent now because of all that effort. Uh, but you can still see the stars beyond, and you don't see any more coalescing souls. You still see the, the what I, I'm terming as souls on the other side of the wall, but they don't seem to be doing anything except floating in the abyss. I want to take the bag I've got now gathered up yeah. and throw it back at the portal. Interesting. Why? Let's see if it goes through. Let's see what happens. Takes it back where it belongs. Okay. Um, it goes through, and kind of. Into blackness. Nice. Got rid of it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right. Um, Now now what are we going to do? Yeah. That's the next question. You're, and the dwarves. As the druid, um, our Mr. Life, do you get your powers from a a life god? I forget if we we established that. I don't think we established that. It was mainly from nature. You spent some time in nature and there was a healing power of the forest kind of thing. Exactly. I'm not... I'm not you a got Gaia. Druid I didn't know if there was like a God. Gaia that you could pray to that could maybe counteract this these people. <laughs> yeah, for for the um for the dwarves, when you, you did stop them um from going out, but they are still very eager to go out. I mean it's their friends and uh relatives out there that are under the control of Hazara to, that those dwarves out there are controlling the undead, um, as we've learned. Uh, so they want to get out there to save their friends, and they're gone. It's going to be tough to, to keep go. them inside. Let them mm-hmm. go. They're not your friends anymore. Um, they might come all right, back. So what can we do? Let them go. I'm out of ideas. Here. <laughs> <laughs> all 
my usual punch him at the face didn't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a clever plan. Would you try that one? I mean, I could try to use magic on the portal again. <laughs> even though you told me not that to. That went so well last time. <laughs> different day, different dice. Yeah. Right. So the last episode was don't do that again. This one is I changed my mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> Outside, the undead masses have the uh, dwarf zombies, yeah. for lack of a better word. Yeah, the, the dwarf um, uh, mind-controlled how many, dwarves. How many uh, of it's those? a ratio of like one to five. So with a couple of hundred uh, undead out there, there's 20 or so. 20 or so dwarves behind them doing the chant. The there's only 20? Or so. We could totally so take out 20 dwarves. But you once, know, but I mean, you know... Ch- the other dwarves Shadrach would be knows. really pissed off, though. Yeah. Shadrach knows from your approach to the monastery that there are literally hundreds more on the way. This mm. is the first okay. wave. This is the first wave. Yeah. Well, I what mean, are your thoughts. I, my ideas as the wizard are <laughs> use magic on it. And what magic are you thinking of, though? Uh, again, to dispel it, because okay. I guess if I succeed, it gets better. At least, hopefully. The, the perception-wise, I think we were kind of saying that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I want, I want well, to open a portal to a can, good god. All right, let's get the... Yeah, can we open a <laughs> portal <laughs> to a good god? Does you anyone know? have the power to open a portal to a good god? <laughs> no. Oh, I do have ritual. <laughs> he, he can do a ritual of... Well, uh, well, read what ritual says, the top. Um, when you draw upon a place of power, create a magical effect, tell the GM what you're trying to achieve. Ritual effects are always possible, but GM will give you... One to four of the following conditions. So there's a bunch of different there's conditions. A bunch of it stuff. could cost a lot of money. You could have to sacrifice something or someone. But the ritual is a pretty powerful starting move because you can do it. Whatever it is you want to do, as long as you're willing to pay. So the create price. a feedback loop. It come, it come out and they go back, 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 right back in. <laughs> you you draw arrows on the floor and maybe they'll follow them to go right back. Right? <laughs> I mean, I did put something on the walls to keep the undead out. So maybe I could do do something in here to keep them from coming and, you through. Know, uh, on that note, that is probably what's holding them from damaging the walls outside now, because remember we had said that you could you could detect some tampering or some attempts against your runes, and they were holding for now. So outside, that's probably the only thing keeping them from doing more damage to the monastery. Okay. How about we do, like, best of both worlds? Like, I do runes on the ground that maybe will boost the... The power of the the diffusing of the portal. I'm thinking of some video game power up on the ground. You, know, you yeah. walk over it and you like, spark like them. little arrows yeah. <laughs> go yeah. faster. Okay, Druid, can you make rocks stronger? Can I make rocks stronger? Interesting question. This <laughs> castle was made of rock. Yes. Waiting for him to say, "What's a rock?" <laughs> Is it? Yes, it is mostly stone, some wood, and a very little bit of metal. So is there some way that the druid could fortify the rock? That's a good question. I like that idea. I don't know that I have a power that, you know, I don't have... Stop looking at the rules. Elemental (laughs) mastery or anything like that. Yeah, he he, he doesn't control elements at this point, but it's it's more of a general question. Do you know of any druidic thing from what Shadrach has learned so far of his powers that could help? 
there are things that have happened already in the past. Now, in the past, we're going. Anyone who's listening is going back like four hours, but we're going back like three months or so. Uh, you did call Animal Companions one time, mm-hmm. so you've got options out there. What you want to do is completely up to you. How you how the characters solve this will be completely up to the players. There are solutions to what's going on, and you guys will come up with one. What if? Can you talk? To the animals, the the undead animals, and sort of override their their programming outside. If I could talk to the undead animals, <laughs> there is a. I don't think I have that power yet. You don't have to talk to the animals' power. I, I think that is a, one of the starting moves: being able to speak with animals or something like that. Spirit tongue. Spirit yes, tongue. I can understand any animal native to my land or akin to one whose essence I have studied. And we had talked about this early on. Maybe it was no oh, yeah, character yeah, yeah. creation. I was you, hanging out with my chipmunks. You had check. determined yeah. that you could speak to them, but only when you were in animal form or something like that. I'm trying to remember what it was. But, that we could communicate yeah. fairly basic. Yeah. But it was on different levels. Like squirrels weren't as smart as bears. Exactly, like exactly. That, I remember. Right? Maybe you could ask them to stand down and see what happens. The undead animals? Yeah. Would you have to talk like a zombie animal? And I can try that while you... So, are, I, I, I think we should do ritual to create like a runway into the dark portal and let everyone inside the monastery and see if they'll walk into the portal. Or... So you want to open, <laughs> open around. the doors. want to open the doors walk with the runway. And right into the portal. <laughs> Be like, hey guys, <laughs> come on in. You're standing there with the two flashlights like you're landing a helicopter or something. <laughs> Just a thought. That's not a bad one. Well, I don't think so. Because it's it's I a like highly elaborate plan. <laughs> <laughs> so what, well, how do you want to try that? Do you want to try and communicate with them like, like you've been asked? Or what am I going to tell them like? Go away, there's nothing to see Try to stand down. (laughs) I don't know. Go away. There's nothing to see. You're being controlled. I'm I'm not doing anything at the moment other than watching you. All right. uh, What kind of animals are these out there? Uh, A whole variety. We had kind of determined that last time. When they you guys were, were fighting, definitely them. animals Form that would normally be on an island. (laughs) But it's an island like Australia is an island. Uh Uh-huh. But it's like an island that the zoo got raided. Well, yeah, something. of course. If you're going to go find animals to reanimate, it would you seem go like, everywhere you feel like. It would seem like I would need to try to talk to one of the smarter imported. animals. And if I could talk to the smarter animal, ask him or her to disseminate the information down. <laughs> Who <laughs> says disseminate? <laughs> Kirk does. The druid. <laughs> Shadrock does. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Double Harvard. <laughs> yeah, um, two Harvard degrees. He can't say Aglinor, uh, but he can disseminate the hell out of some animals. Uh-huh. Uh, why don't I change into the form of a bucket of water, Great. No, an eagle, Great. and go try to find a bird of prey? Oh, I just need a monkey to bring you along. Where's Gleek? Talk to them, and then if I can communicate, okay, that eagle or hawk could could spread the word. All right. All right. So that's what Shadrock is off doing now, or heading off to do. Um, one thing I'll ask you is roll the shape-shifting roll. So that would be plus wisdom. Seven plus three, ten. Okay. So you have three holds if we need them. All right. All right. What's next? Um, 
I'm going to be yawning all night. I too. guess I will ask for help to set up the ritual to boost the dispelling of the portal. So that's what you want to do. You're, the ritual effect that you want, uh, or the effect from the ritual, is to dispel this gateway, this portal. Yes. Make it, make it not do what it's doing. Right. Okay. Make it go away. Uh, so now let me go ahead with the options that I need to give you once you determine what that is. So first off, it's kind of obvious you are in a place of power. So mm-hmm. you're going to draw upon the power that's here already. Um, so you're going to need help from uh, some of the dwarves and the monks like you already have. I'm going to light some incense. That's probably a good that idea. That was what I was missing last time. That's why I didn't succeed. That's probably it. Um, and... You're not sure how long it's going to take at this point, um, so we'll, we'll see how that works out. Uh, however, one of the things you're going to need to do is, uh, because of what you know about this, this creature, the bits of which um, Strong Dawn has thrown back through, knowing the whole life and death, uh, you know, eye for an eye type of thing that's going on, you're going to need some form of live sacrifice to make this work. If life is what makes them come through, then chances are life is going to be what helps shut it down. Okay. Are there any animals in this monastery? Uh, there's an eagle, a bird of prey that just flew out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say at least to start, no. They might have a couple of stray cats and stuff that come and go. But they don't um, have, like, sheep that they... No. Or cows. Now, we had kind of said before all of their food is from uh, vegetables, grains, stuff like that. They had not, um, we had not set them up with any kind of animals. We can't sacrifice tofu. <laughs> <laughs> Although the wagon that you guys had had before was drawn by, I think we had said a couple horses. So I don't know if you want to kill a horse or not. I'll leave that up to you. I, a horse, a dwarf. A horse. <laughs> I guess we could try a horse. A horse is a dwarf, unless, of course. I feel better than sacrificing one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll, you will. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, Where, where's Generic at? Oh, there's lots of them around. And by lots, I mean like 20. We just kill the one of the regular. Generics? Now, that's you're if not going to kill a dwarf. That's if we're counting Generics as just dwarfs, right? There are probably about 100 monks in the monastery. Not taking out a monk. That's just bad juju. That's, yeah. Probably that's is. Just yeah. bad. <laughs> It'll never work. No, no, the bad juju's on the wall. Well, uh-huh. taking out a monk in a monastery probably isn't high on the list. I'm sure if you asked him, he'd be like, sure. <laughs> he'd be like, because they don't talk. Whole yeah, he wouldn't say thing. anything. <laughs> say that again. Do I know about this whole sacrifice thing, or am I off flying away? You're no, off flying I, you away. You determined you were going to fly away. GTFO, Kurt. I, I wouldn't yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah. you, w- you wouldn't have an answer for that yet. So, get the horse. Yeah, I guess we'll try it. Get the weaker looking one, the one that looks okay. like it's on its, its last leg or something. Yeah. <laughs> see, we, we, we should have killed the horse first to see if Kirk could talk to it. Talk should to the what? dead horse? The dead. <laughs> He's going to try to talk to it. That's dead right. Raptor. He's going to try and talk to some other dead animal. Yeah. All right, so while you are going to fetch the horse, okay. you see the eagle. Was it an eagle that you picked? All right, because I, I thought I remembered bird. Is it a gold eagle or a bald eagle? golden eagle. Oh, it's a big, nice. a big they're, bird. They're pretty. Um, uh, so as you fly around, you, you find a couple of the animals and when you try to communicate with them, they look at you as if they're, you're some faint memory and then they go back to what they're doing. So there is some bit of recognition there, 
but not enough to stop them from what their goal is. Maybe if you had uh, more direct contact with them rather than the dwarf standing behind them chanting, that might help. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so we got a horse. And while you're out there, you see Fritzy go grab a horse and drag it inside. <laughs> So the the main doors <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> the see main here. doors are still really the only place place right now where there isn't undead and dwarves beating on the door. They are down the road probably another mile or so. Uh Shadrach can see that from flying around. <coughs> okay. So do I know how would be the best way that to make this uh, ritual work? To, well, the the symbols you've drawn on the ground um, you probably have to find a way to, you know, get the horse on, power up the horse, right? Okay. When the horse goes bloop, 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 then you're probably all set. All right. So I I don't want to pass might need, the buck. You might need horse, uh, horse handler. But I will here. hand the horse to uh, Shadrock, not Shadrock, Strongdon. Uh, the other Shadrock. The other S, uh, to, to be the horse handler slash horse puncher okay <laughs> i'm gonna punch a horse to death and then i'll get in my <laughs> casting position okay. and get everyone ready to go okay from there shadrock um after you saw him bring the horse in and you realize that although your communication with the undead animals is not um it doesn't have any good effect it still had an effect right it didn't right. stop them you, right. something happened there was a glimmer of recognition I am going to trust that my compatriots are doing something helpful and proper, <laughs> and I'm going to, as aggressively as humanly dwarf. possible, di- yeah. dive bomb the weakest looking dwarf zombie I can find. Okay. Aiming for his eyes. So you, are you going to poop in him? Poop in him. He's going to scratch his yeah, eyes I never out. thought of that. You should have been a pigeon for that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll tell you. So the goal um, here is to knock out or kill the dwarf as quickly as possible and then try to talk to one of the animals that he was controlling. And if so, that doesn't work, to get out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> Back to the monastery. Uh, roll um, a hack and slash. So what I'm going to let you do is get straight in there quick because you are the dive-bombing bird of prey, but I want to make sure that you're actually getting past yeah, defenses yeah. and what happens. Yeah. So you dive uh, bomb right in there. You got your 12. You definitely hit. You're, he's not going to get an attack back on you. Roll your damage. Six. Very Good nice. gosh. Nice. Uh, uh, those are some of my favorite dice. Nice. Blue and the gray. I like <laughs> nice. the color. Um, anyway, um, so at that point, it's almost like a knockout punch. You cold cock the dwarf. Hit him like right in the side of the face. He's, he's out. He, he's you know out before he hits the ground. Uh, flops down onto the ground and... Uh, uh, pick a, an undead animal that you want to have recognize you at this point, so I don't have to. Uh, one of the hawks. One of the hawks, okay. So there was one on his shoulder when you hit him, and as the as the door falls over, the hawk uh, leaps off of it. It doesn't have enough flesh and, and feathers to fly, but it leaps off of it and kind of bounces on the ground kind of with a couple little chitters at you. And kind of like, thank goodness, can I go in peace now? <laughs> So can I communicate with him? Yes, that's what he. That the hawk says to you. Can I? Can I leave this world in peace now? But he can't fly. Yeah, man, go, no. go, go, go. It's like the you know chicken with no feathers right. kind of thing. But he, a hawk. Even if he can communicate, he's only going to be able to communicate with 
the group that has no dwarf controlling them, presumably. Although maybe not. You tell me. Uh, what do you t- want to tell him? I mean, you could tell him that he's <laughs> he can tell everyone that they're free to go. Tell your friends. Yeah, I mean, I need to tell him that they need to spread the word as quickly as possible to turn around and... Okay. And but the <laughs> only way to release the control is to kill or incapacitate, is incapacitate the dwarves. Can I die now again? <laughs> so they can't turn on the dwarves. I can't tell him to go tell them to kill the dwarves. Or no, can I? They cannot. Well, he'll tell you he cannot. Or he would have. He, right, he was so fighting, uh, fighting the against the, the control to try and peck the dwarf the whole time he was on his shoulder. There's right. too many dwarfs. I mean, you can at least coming. let him let this group go, I guess. Yeah. Huh? That's a drop in the bucket, though. Oh, if nothing else, he's going to grab a couple of his animal friends, undead animal friends, and uh, try to die again by attacking a couple of dwarfs. That's cool. And the dwarves are still living creatures. Yes. They seem to be under some form of mind control. Whereas the animals have been reanimated, can we have these now f- pseudo free or these free animals kill one of these dwarves as our sacrifice for the ritual? I don't. You know. don't know what's going on. I'll make that work. I you don't know. Well. Meta gaming. <laughs> well, we're we're punching a horse in here. It depends <laughs> on if you, it depends on if you happen to fly back in the meantime and figure out what's going on. Ah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I'm getting ready to throat punch a horse. I forgot I wasn't there. <laughs> well i'm going to tell these animals for the moment to to take out as many dwarves as they can and that that might allow them to go in peace their so the hawk will tell you their number one purpose is to go back to death but you know unless you're going to kill them they've got to figure out a way to die so they're going to attack the dwarves that'll at least distract them a little bit are the animals they're undead. They're not alive. They're undead. They were already dead once. Right. They've been reanimated against their will. Right. And uh, now they just want to go back. They really want to walk into the portal. It was much more restless, <laughs> restful, I should I'm say. I'm telling you, runway to the portal, man. Runway. Nah, but then their souls will be, like, stuck in this, this terrible world forever. It's a nice planetarium, though. You know, as bad as death is, it's got a nice view. <laughs> right. All right, so... Always look at the upside. So I'm, I'm crazy that way. So what are you doing after you say that? Because we're about to switch the scene back to inside yeah, the I'm monastery. Yeah, gonna, I'm going to fly back to the monastery and see what's going on. All right. While I so, reconsider my next move. While you head back there, inside the sub-basement, we have the, um, the big rune on the ground, and we have the horse standing over it, and Strong Dawn is... Rearing back to punch it in the throat with my dagger. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to snickle fritz it? Hopefully not. I hope not. <laughs> I'm going to bust out one of my wife later. Hey, yeah. honey, I'm going to snickle fritz you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do what? What I think is awesome. Is that legal in South Carolina? We, we talk about the disseminate and the Harvard degrees. And he's, I'm going to bust that one out on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's Slim Shady Shadrock. You know? <laughs> we got... Um, a damage roll here, because the, the horse is not in combat with you. It doesn't care to avoid what you're doing. It's just going to realize what happens when you do it. 
Yeah. It's just gonna so we're going to go straight to damage. <laughs> uh, a horse is probably impressed the first time it's been brought into the monastery. Oh, <laughs> Normally has to hang out outside. Oh, sea biscuit. Sea biscuit. Oh, that's not good. Two. Plus anyone, two. Is it plus strength or just nothing? Does anyone feel like uh, your damage is just straight up your damage? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all that's, right, so the you hit it and it starts freaking out. This. Oh, great! Hit it and again. It's starting to pull away from you. Damn it, Jim! Um, Dagger slice. You're gonna need to hold on to it first. Yep. So, so that's gonna be another danger. strength. Yep. Or it's just gonna Sit pull right still. away from you. Sit still. Uh oh. Nice. That's a six. Six. Ooh. So mark Ding. that as a failure. Mark the experience, and uh, I will allow Demaya and Fritzy to have some sort of reaction as the horse bolts to the wall. Towards the yes, towards the towards bad the wall. gateway. Oh gosh. And I'm still holding on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it broke your grasp uh, because okay. you didn't get a chance to hold on to it. Um, so it breaks free of your grip. It has a little bit of blood trickling out of its neck throat spot now, and it rears up and starts to bolt forward. And it's got about ten feet to cover. If you guys have anything you want to try, I, I hope you have that. some kind of like sleeping poison <laughs> that you can hit that thing with, because the only spell I have other than uh, dispel magic is fireball. <laughs> <laughs> That'll There's work. your sacrifice. <laughs> there you go. Poof. Everybody. It's got, it's got rains, right? Uh, yeah, All and right. that's what it, it ripped from Strong Dawn's hands when it. When it I'm gonna out. I'm gonna go for the reins and try to, you know, do the whole little grab and jump on to stop it. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, going in. That's that's dexterity to me right there. Going in. Oh yeah. Am I back yet? This is where you're going to show Eight. up. So you you fly yourself and you get down the stairs to the sub basement. As Demaya uh, grabs the reins of this horse, the one you saw Fritzy bring in, uh, and it's running towards the wall. She gets herself up onto the saddle, and it starts to turn, but doesn't turn quick enough, and they both disappear into the wall. Told you, I'm going in! <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> into the portal? Yeah. Into the gateway, the, the opening, the, the, the death abyss thing. She's in it again. I'm in it again. She's soaking in it. I've been uh, there before. Is that, that powered a ritual? I don't know. <laughs> we, let's try, we can try the ritual. <laughs> um, well, that's two sacrifices. What was yeah. that? Have, All right, so how, would, Zara, how would you finalize this ritual? Say that was intended. What would you do next? I guess I would just dispel. If that's what you want to do, mind you. You might want to stop it now. I got, uh, you, you pick. <sighs> No, we don't really like. This. I love it when a plan comes together, man. I Son feel like up. this is a, a great opportunity <laughs> and a terrible thing at the same time. Just do it. All right, I would. The end of the ritual, I think, would be a big dispel magic at the wall. Okay, let's do that. Let's see what happens when you cast that spell. <laughs> so you're in there. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Um, <laughs> that's six plus three, so nine. nine. So, or is so we, close. Um, <laughs> Start rolling tell me what, what you're picking from the seven to nine list for cast a spell. 
Um, and as a reminder for those listening, whenever a casting class of both the wizard and the cleric, when they cast spells in Dungeon World, if they get the 7 to 9 result, they have to pick uh, what I call a downside to the cast. The spell still happens, but then there's a negative that goes along with it. I think I have to take the unwelcome attention, because if we have to do this spell over again, I can't forget it. And I can't take negative one forward if this actually causes like a flush of bad guys that we have to take out okay so i'm gonna take unwelcome attention okay so what happens as you cast the dispel magic spell most of the wall now becomes wall again and there's a spot about as large as the um the mist projector in hazara's chamber that you guys were in and hazara's uh face comes up in the mist there now and um uh, she looks very angry and the, the, at that point, right around that spot, the, like the wall comes out to grab Fritzy and pulls him in past her figure. So in there Sup, now Fritz. is Strong Dawn and the hawk just flew in to see that stuff happen. It, it was a matter of like three seconds from the time you went in. Clearly things are a little different from when Shadrach left. So Fritzy just got sucked into the we wall. We got this. Come on. We got this. <laughs> Diving yeah, the, in. The incense yeah, smells think, nice, though. I think it's, we got to go in, right? There's, we got to go in. There's nothing else we can do here. Yeah. We, we, we'll, we'll be the sacrifices. Attack the face. <laughs> Attack the face. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what you guys want to do? I'm going to uh, teabag the face before I leave, though. You're going to lift up your loincloth. I'm going to lift up my loincloth. Drop it on her nose and then walk in. <laughs> it's really cold. <laughs> How would you even do this? Like a hip thrust? I don't get it's it. Like, yeah. It's like a jumping ball thrust. <laughs> I call it the wrecking ball. <laughs> I call it the wrecking ball. Uh, we'll have to write that one down. Yeah, she's write that one down. <laughs> Come in oh like my goodness! <laughs> um, oh, so we got that. <laughs> you really know so how to impress a, a forgotten deity. You really? Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure I'm her favorite. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so you guys go into this other space now. On the other side, um, now this is what Demaya has seen for almost ten seconds. Fritzy for a few less, and that uh, you guys just enter this area. It's like you have just entered, um, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it, you just like um, Star Wars and the Death Star when like Darth Vader first shows up and there's 500 stormtroopers there. You have just entered that, but there are the, there's are these charcoal figures that look like they're just waiting to be deployed. And you guys kind of just drop down right in the middle of them. They, just like inside the room, inside the sub-basement, they pay no attention to you, but that's right where you drop. And... You know, these are life-sucking creatures. So These are the not, world devourers. These are the devourers. I like that. Yeah. They're, they're the devourers. I'm still on the horse, right? Um, yes, you are actually on the horse. Can I ride back and you forth like Braveheart? You are on your high horse. <laughs> <laughs> they may take our lives! <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like to try to fireball these guys. Yeah. I Why haven't not? used fireball yet. Maybe okay. it'll work. Light them up. And maybe it will. Let's find out. So, Go ahead and cast so that Fritzy beautiful fireball spell. waves his hands around, and as he waves them, uh, a ball of light gets bigger and bigger till it's about basketball-shaped, and then he throws it forward like a Hadouken 
and uh, hopefully it blows someone up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll be uh, 12. All right. Go ahead and roll the damage for that. Okay. Just so I know how effective it should be. Ooh, and I, I think got it's 2D6 the and empowered can, magic too. There you go. Let's read that one out. I think it was near the the uh, empowered uh, magic. If I cast the spell at 10 plus, I have the option of maximizing or doubling the spell. So, and if you do, if I do that, the fireball is 2D6. Mm-hmm. If I do it, it is like I'm rolling a seven to nine. Okay. So I'm going to. Draw unwelcome attention. Draw unwelcome attention <laughs> and maximize that sucker. I was kind of hoping you'd say that because that's I, what I plan on doing. Okay, so I imagine we already maximize? have someone wanted attention, but yeah. that's good. Well, this time it makes a difference because where they might not have paid attention before, when this fireball goes off, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't seem to affect them except that uh, where it it went off, the 50 or so in that radius, because they're all close together, they all turn and face you. I say face you as in they've got these blank mannequin, well, not even mannequin faces, like uh, crash test dummy faces. Um, but it, they didn't but even... They turn and they're all focused at you. Great. And it's, no it's noticeable damage. Obvious. No physical uh, Nothing damage. noticeable, no. Can I do it? <laughs> Mother bitch! <laughs> sorry. I don't get the Hydara. No. I'm it's sorry. from... Uh, Bad boys. Ah. I, I don't get most references that have happened in the last 20 years. Her name's right. Hizara. Right? Hizara. Lowry. <laughs> Michael Lowry. All right. So can I... I we've got to get this chick's attention. Hizara. Well, you had it. And then he put his ball sack in her face <laughs> and jumped past her. <laughs> so. Can we call her out? Where is she? Uh, try it. Hizara. We have... We have some explaining to do. <laughs> we, have, we have some explaining to do. I'm home. I'm home. Um, the almost the entire sky, like a mural in the in a chapel or something, kind of fills with the image of Hizara. Um, and so, yeah, so she she forms in the sky above you. So how have you been? There's a reason <laughs> you're forgotten. <laughs> Jesus, you're vain. <laughs> Yeah, she she apparently likes herself. So what's going on? We noticed the, the you know the portal thingy here. We, um, we talked last time. We and since last we talked. Since last we talked. Yeah. You know, I th- I thought we weren't going to do the portal. What happened? Um. Apparently, you are on my side. You have opened the gateway farther by by feeding it life. I'm very impressed. You see, so obviously we're a good group to keep around, right? So why don't we just forget about the monastery and do something else? Well, I can't forget about the monastery. That's where my legion is headed. Well, I mean, we could take the legion somewhere else. We don't have to, (laughs) you know, mess with the monastery right now. I mean... But what, you forget what, it is my destiny to consume that world. But what good is a little monastery? I mean, there's nothing there, really. They have, like, beer and some grain, <laughs> maybe 20 monks. Beer, you say? There's not much there mm-hmm. for a, a goddess of your stature to consume. Or <laughs> you could come on down here and fight us like a, <laughs> like a real being. Like a real being, does anyone else have any ideas? Oh, yeah, I already called her vain. 
He did. It was pretty good. Although she is, so she's all right with that. Um, so yeah, if you are if you are quite through, <sighs> we will continue our march into the other world. Okay, how about this? You take us on, and their feet start moving one on one. Well, if they can get through, maybe we can just go with them back through the portal, mm. and then hit the portal again. Back up, you want to try to get like out. a wrecking ball? Yeah, I'd mm. like to try to get out. <laughs> okay, so they start marching, and it's like they're just marching into the horizon, and. Um, after a few steps, you you realize that the they're in long rows of these beings, these creatures. And after a few steps, you start realizing that the row farthest from you is vanishing after a couple steps. And then the next row vanishes they're and the next in. row vanishes. They're going in. Yep. And you're about halfway through the 50 rows or so. So they're, they're vanishing and vanishing. And it seems like every few steps, maybe 50, 100, 150, uh, you know, 200, they're just more and more going through this vanishing act. I would like to run up and jump on the back of one of them Ooh. so that it carries me through with it. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... I'd like you, to watch, Fritzy. You, you will need... <laughs> I don't know how many times that has been uttered in his life. Um, yeah, you're going to need a strength roll to hold on, because as soon as you grab this thing, you will feel your life start to sap away from you, and the... I'm going to make a lasso and just, on. you know, rope one. Okay. So that would use up uh, an adventuring gear. I had seven? to fail. Do you it's a seven. You got a minus, minus one, one still? I thought you got rid of the minus one. No, oh, well, okay. No. So you go to grab bomb, and you quickly realize that you're not going to be able to maintain your grip. Um, and because of it being an, an absolute failure, we're going to give you a D6 of damage as well. Because this thing is going to suck hmm. some of your life away. It does not uh, count armor. So just straight up the, the full damage. Want to get on the horse and ride through with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strong dog. I got a lasso. You got and lasso and you put it on there. It. If you're doing it without touching the thing, I'm going to say you need some dexterity for that. While they're doing this, I'm looking around for yep. any type of altar, like anything that would look like a source of power. In Six. Or a focal point. It's kind of what we had said before. Um, JJ's getting through experience tonight. But what we said before, it's kind of like you're on a huge marble or something. It's just a big horizon from edge to edge. The star, the sky is full of stars, and right now it's full of the image of the vain Hazara. Um, but there's nothing on the surface except for you guys and the marching legion. So, uh, a failure as well. A failure. Okay. Complete failure. Um, the, let's put it, let me try to think of a way to put this. Um, so the rope will catch onto what? Let's see. The rope catches onto the horse and makes the horse fall down. Nice. Thanks. Makes the horse fall down. Yes. I want to run up and hog tie it. Yes. So the rope catches one of the running. horse's back legs or something and your grip and the horse just falls over and you fall off the horse. <laughs> and it's now hobbled. Could be. Thanks. Got it. <laughs> what, what about if you... That's what we should have done before it took off. <laughs> Tied it. Uh, what about if we simply walk to the point on the horizon where they all seem to be disappearing? Is that what you want to do? 
Yeah. Because you were, you were watching Fritzy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna so fly. So you're going to stay? You've stayed a hawk the whole time? Yes. Okay. So I just still have my clear. three holds. Yep. Uh, um, I'm just going to try to fly to where they are disappearing and mm-hmm. see if I disappear. So you hit a wall I at that wall. point. Uh, and now I say you hit a wall. You hit some sort of barrier. Um, and you do not get through. So. Is there any way that we can make Hazara? What kind have of cor- yeah. corporeal form? Yeah, can we taunt her? What kind of goddess sends some <laughs> faceless <laughs> zombie things to do her bidding? Get down here and fight, <laughs> coward! Um, well, they are just going to destroy life on the world. That's all. I wouldn't do that myself. Still a loser. Get down here. <laughs> You're still a loser. <laughs> I have no idea. We're going to tell Aglanor on you. Yeah, yeah we're totally going to tell Aglanor on you. You going to bring his name up again? He and I are tight. <laughs> <laughs> it worked last time. <laughs> it did. So, yeah, what other ahead. ideas? I thought Strong Dawn would be like body slamming these guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I didn't like touching him last it time. It sucked last time, yeah. Yeah, it sucked pretty good. It literally, it sucked the life, yeah. It sucked pretty good. What did you say um, last time about Sorry, huh? go ahead. I was wanting to do something like I'm trying to figure out how he would phrase it, but essentially I wanted um, basically say you know if you crave nothingness, let us send you to it. Huh? It's not. It's not the nothingness that Hazara craves. Hazara um, would tell you um, what I crave is the life, and we are going to consume it. Me and my people will consume this life. And let me consume or yours. But I don't have one until I take one, you see. Mm, come out here, you Wait, little... Come you out say? here. Just say, say that to my face. <laughs> you know. Azara said that she does not have a life until she takes one. All right. I... I give her mine. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I... Uh, revert to my human form. Okay. Come over to my good buddy Fritzy, yep. who I like as much as any human, which isn't saying much. <laughs> as I'm not a human. That too. Uh, and? Uh, no, this isn't going to work. Just say it. <laughs> well, that's a great Go start. With it. <laughs> no, was it? Well, I was trying to think. You know, I have shed, which allows me to shed damage that I take in animal form and revert. So I was thinking that you could kill me in animal form and then I could shed the damage. And that it would count as a death that might do something, but it w- it wouldn't because you're really not taking the damage. <laughs> Come at me like you're gonna kill me, bro. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna have him kill me and then yeah. shed the damage, but I don't think that works. Uh, we could find out. <laughs> it wouldn't bug me to find out. There's actually a move called death. Yes, when you die in this world, you approach the black gates of death, and death himself will make a bargain with you for your life. And then you roll. If you fail, you're for reals dead. Otherwise, you can make a bargain with death and come back into this world. I mean, it seems more likely that you could, we could, one of us could ask to give their life for Hazara if that's what she wants. The more I like that plan better than the 
try to kill me, and I'll try to shut it off. Then <laughs> <laughs> I will. You want to kill him? No, I want to kill myself. Okay. Oh, strong. Wait, what do we think Aww. we're getting out of this? Giving her a life, so she can come down and fight you. No, you shouldn't do it because you, you're the one that hits the hardest. Oh, not. It depends on what you consider hitting the hardest. He didn't just kill a horse. <laughs> I'm not sure he's smart enough to make a good deal with that. Well, yeah. he, I mean, he eventually it. killed the horse <laughs> well, by pulling it. It's, it's still dying, I guess. Metagaming here, yeah. actually, I have um, the best chance against death. Why is that? Because of my as. upper hand. One of my starting moves. Um, you know, read that out, JJ, because I don't really You take that plus one. one ongoing to last breath rolls. The last breath, okay. When you take your last breath on a seven and nine, you make an offer to death that you, that to return you to life. If mm-hmm. death accepts, you return. So you don't make the offer, I make the offer. Yes. Yep. All right. But wow. if you're going to do that, you have to at least ask Kazara if this is going to be... <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. worthwhile because nah, just if you it. just kill yourself and then we're just like standing there watching the army go off. Bye, bitches. Bye bye. Azara, will my life sac- or suffice? I was planning on the ancient elf, but perhaps you would do. I have killed many in my time. Okay. Are you prepared to kill one more? Yeah. We'll see. No. Subical. Big was my guts. Jeez. All right. So let, let's take this in that route. And um, I think the listeners at home should know that there's like momentarily very quiet and solemn here in the room. I know. Like yeah. They're just trying to joke, but like. That just escalated quickly. Killing yourself is it. No, I mean, I like the idea because it's part of the rules. In this game, death is only permanent once you've failed your death roll, so to speak. Once you go and take your last breath. And that is, as I was saying, it's part of the special move sheet. It's the top left. When you're dying, you catch a glimpse of what lies beyond the black gates of death's kingdom. So that's, uh, that's something that will happen. Let's hope that we can uh, get to death's kingdom from here. <laughs> You know, that's a good point. Are you in the right place for that? All right, so here's what we're going to do then. Uh, Strong Dawn, um, in your, we'll give you this opportunity for your tribal thing, where you came from. Mm -hmm. In your um, childhood, where you grew up, what is death described as? Um, So where he grew up, um, when you take a life, you have to take a you then become responsible for all those lives. Okay. So, in other words, like if I were to kill a man, I am now responsible for to care for his wife and children and her mm-hmm. and everything. So when you take a life, you literally take everything from them as well. Mm-hmm. And you would now have responsibility. So this is a kind of a uh, um, deterrent to murder in a okay. way. And when, you, when there are stories, lore, songs of death, what, is it like you go to Valhalla or do you go oh, to the no, Lake it's of Fire? A, uh, like? It's actually a great frozen bird. Death is a turkey. No, <laughs> a frozen bird. <laughs> a turducken. <laughs> turducken. <laughs> death is a frozen turducken. Okay, so here's what happens. You take your life. 
and um, you have this vision of the cold and uh, the bird, the, the, the bird of death that you remember as a child and growing up, the, all the stories, the lore, and you realize at that point that you were successful. You made your way to death. And death greets you. And death is, is the memories of all of the ancients and elders of your tribes. It's like all those memories into one form. All people that you knew that had passed on. You recognize bits of everyone in this figure that approaches you. And because of the barbarians move, we're going to be able to do something a little different than we normally would. And what, we're, um, what you're going to be able to do there is you make the roll... And let me, I'll just get back to the right page here. So you'll get a plus one ongoing to last breath roll. So that means when you go to make that roll, you're going to get a plus one to it. Please and everybody around feelings. him uh, sees Strong Dawn uh, essentially kill himself, bleed out onto the ground. Um, Hizara's form in the sky um, starts to drift down towards you and take on shape and form and it's that like we had described last time that anubis looking uh being and as hizara reaches the ground um she turns into about a an eight foot tall blonde human woman and that's where we're going to stop for this time and we'll see strong dawn's roll for his last breath as we pick up our next session oh geez this is going brilliantly <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye right. bye. Bye everybody. Say bye again. Bye guys. Bye. 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 Yes. While the group is trying several approaches to disrupting Hazara's plan, Strong Dawn decides to fulfill Hazara's bargain of a life for a life. We end this episode with Strong Dawn valiantly offering his in the hopes his action can save Perrin DC. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.